The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Ahoy, ahoy, everybody, and welcome to Talking Simpsons, where we're little boys lost in a game of men. This is the Laser Time Podcast Network's Chronological Simpsons Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Bob Mackey. Who else is wow, here today? Wow, Bob Mackey! Oh my god, how many Millhouses oh, are double here? Double times. I'm surrounded by Millhouses. <laughs> I just hit it once. I'm so I, sorry. I like it. I like it. Uh, I'm on the sound effects this week. i sorry. It's going to uh, be fine, Hank. Hey, it's um, Henry, Lock of the Week, Gilbert, and Christopher... Jesus. Uh, superb Owl Antista. Superb Owl. I like that pun. Yeah. I like the pun. And today's like episode is Lisa the Greek, which aired on January 23rd, 1992. Chris, what happened on this mythical day in history? <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, glory be to Jeebus, Bobby. Uh, AT&T sets up a 1-900 number for the Pope. Uh, the Redskins what? defeat the Buffalo Bills in the Superb Owl. And in a 60 Minutes interview, Governor Bill Clinton states that allegations of his sexual infidelity are not relevant to his presidential campaign. So was AT&T trying to set up like a high-tech form of indulgences? Like, I've sinned. Uh, if you want to pay this off, it's 99 cents a minute. You yes. know? Oh, wow. I'm surprised they plugged into that, Thank though. you they, uh, for calling your blessing of murder. Well, it's funny to think all these years later we're still talking about Clinton and saying what isn't involved in a campaign or I, not. Yeah. I forget that he had that reputation before he definitely did something. I mean, that's what made Jennifer Flowers famous in 1992, man. I don't like, even remember that name anymore. I'm losing it. I uh, literally only remember her because she was at WrestleMania 14, got interviewed by The Rock. It was, uh, <laughs> eh, it was a dark time. That, that was is, the best celebrity they could get at that WrestleMania. Wow. Yep. Wow, that now, is amazing. Mike Tyson was there. That wasn't the best. Okay. He was the best celebrity. Did he wrestle or was he just no, like... He was fresh off of uh, biting Evander Holyfield's uh, ear and not being allowed to box or do anything. I'm surprised so, he wasn't in like the WCW or something like that. Nah, WWF paid big money. It, uh, look, this is in the wrestling podcast. <laughs> Man, this I'm sorry about, I got you off on the wrong track. But this is a jocular episode. It, yeah, today's episode is about football and it's funny how much I love this episode when I give not a shit about sports in any yeah. way. It's cool if you like them. I never watched them growing up. I would much rather watch cartoons or play video games, but mm-hmm. this episode is all about sports and gambling too. I mean, yeah. if you listen to the commentaries, you know this episode is about the writer's gambling problem because they all had a football pool in their office. It's real and specific. It, and it consumes yeah. so much of their lives betting on football. Sports bet specifically. They yeah. all have, but, but football, and they talk about how, like, even these writers who have left the show mm-hmm. years ago, they still are part of the pool every year of That's gambling on it. somehow legal, and they're yeah. okay to talk about it. And that, I, my favorite bit. By the way, on... the show is brought to you by FanDuel. <laughs> oh. Just kidding. No, uh, no that's not are happening. They still, are they still, are they, like, in Jamaica now? I'd say not on this show, but they just haven't offered us. Yeah, so. okay. On, on the commentary, I really associated with Mike Reese on there because yeah. he was just like, mm. you guys and your thing, I never played it. I didn't care. You yeah. all thought it was great. <laughs> you all thought you made a good plan. You'd have done the same with just random numbers. You didn't You didn't figure anything out. I, I was surprised. There, like My stepdad was part of one of these, and I remember him mm-hmm. taking him all these Xerox papers with all these like check boxes and numbers and squares. 
squares and like one year I'm like where's the betting stuff he's like oh yeah the guy got arrested Whoa, we're not, we're not wow, doing that anymore wow. and it's like I, you can, what? what that's okay I guess it's really illegal well so you know I talk about this all the time about how it relates to my childhood <laughs> but sure. my dad loves gambling that's mm-hmm. the only reason he watches anything he doesn't watch he doesn't watch football because he likes the game of football mm-hmm. as Homer it's, says gambling makes a good thing even better yeah well but for him it's like he would never watch a horses racing unless you could gamble on it he would never care oh, about things <laughs> other than for the point of making money off of it or betting or risking money on it it's not it's not about getting I, rich it's i about don't know thrill. what the formula is for sports being interesting other than gambling and having me having a personal stake in it well and that's something early on that um you know i guess mo can take bets on whatever he wants but you don't really get much in sports betting of just saying this team will be that team because sometimes that's really obvious you have to say they'll beat them by these many points yeah i didn't that was lost on me like what the spread is or under the Wait. meaningless field goal they mentioned that's <laughs> the that is george meyer talks about yeah. it on the commentary of just like yeah that's the most beautiful thing when somebody kicks a field goal for no good reason but it makes <laughs> the point it gets it within like within six points is mm-hmm. what you needed that it can't be a total blowout yeah, yeah. or you would have bet on that yeah i think that's why they the writers really identified with lisa in this too mm-hmm. because she is a nerd learning about sports but through being a nerdo and she, like, she appreciates and learns more about football than homer ever would in his life yes, mm-hmm. i know then that's what makes her better homer just watches tv uh, and finds out i so this I is have a friend like engineering genius and we took him to tahoe and just within like two hours he's like i know how to play blackjack <laughs> and just taught us all the tricks or, or, or craps so this <laughs> is also where a behind the scenes thing this was there they would later do another super bowl episode that was a that's why I thought this was intriguing because we'll t- I guess we'll get to that eventually. That this was mirroring what was happening so right th- then. Yeah, so this was just scheduled around their Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and they aired it. And Lisa picks one team to win to prove Dad loves him and she loves her father. The winner won. She picks the winner mm-hmm. in this one, and I remember watching it each yeah. year. They were dubbed in new teams for the two teams every year. Did for they three really? Years yeah. in a row, and in each one, <laughs> Lisa guessed the right one. Wow. She guessed the right one. The funny and thing is, in this episode about football, we don't see a second of football being played. Yeah. Everything is shots of people watching and reacting to football, and it's there are parodies true. of the things that happen within a football game. <laughs> but the, the team somebody saying, "Oh, doctor." Yes, exactly. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's Harry Shearer doing oh, Keith Jackson. Doctor. But yeah, they they talk about it on the commentary about how Al Jean bet against Lisa and all those things they lost. He's like, why did I listen to Lisa? She gets it <laughs> so right. It wasn't time. a thing of like them waiting to like the wire doing two different teams and dubbing the right one in. I mean, you can dub them in as soon as the it was last. Just knowing two weeks. that the Bills were going to lose. Well, <laughs> yeah. Uh, by the way, let me tell you guys: watch the ESPN thirty for thirty, the four falls of Buffalo, because it is about their four, their yeah. record for Super Bowl losses. Does that coincide with this? This was one of their first. Yeah, and okay. they would, and it's all about how uh, the. It's about how they were one of the greatest teams of their generation, mm-hmm. but they lost. Like they, yeah, they got to the Super Bowl and lost the Super Bowl four to, times to the point where it became times. obvious. Like everybody's like, yeah. "Oh, the Bills, Jesus!" Yeah. Like as if there's some shitty team. Yeah. Well, and that mm-hmm. Bills fans, like um, the the late host of uh, the Meet the Press, mm-hmm. uh, the Sunday morning chat show. He, God, I forget his name. Sorry. Uh, he was a. He, sorry, I was looking at Bob for, but but he was a. 
he was a huge Bills Chris fan. Matthews. No, That's what I was no. going to say too. <laughs> he's d- he's Tim dead Russell. now. Tim Russell. That's hey, what I yeah. He died without seeing him win, and he like constantly like they have these clips of him saying like God is just, and he will let me see them win. They will. They will win. Aww. And it's a great point about how like the Turns team out God didn't exist, and it didn't matter. <laughs> that that the fans were like That's hate- Nietzsche's quote on football. <laughs> the fans were hating on them. Were hating on the Bills for breaking their hearts so many times. But the they've now seen in the years since then where the bills haven't even gotten into the playoffs some years that you know it was kind of nice having the second yeah. best team every year instead of a team that didn't win that never even gets the, the big game yeah but anyway yeah so if you want to learn about this era of football the four falls of buffalo is a great doc i believe it's on netflix that's where i watched it but I guess let's it's from the beginning. One last thing I noticed. I'm sorry, this is such a long preamble, but the one time the team names actually appear on the screen, they're superimposed. They're not part of the animation. Oh. So that's one more modular part of this episode they can change. I, that's, to I really it. thought that's how they were operating. Yeah, because I, I remember I do remember watching it with my dad and like, are they going to get this right? <laughs> <laughs> but so uh, that opening thing, yes. the opening fake polygons, I love that. Like mm-hmm. the drawings of the spike. I think I missed that when I recorded it off TV, so I hadn't seen it in a long time. And I found out this is a one of the so lost to time parodies on this show. It's actually a parody of the opening of uh, the NFL Today, a CBS morning show, wow. uh, and their parody is called Inside Football Today. And uh, Smooth Jimmy Apollo <laughs> is a parody of Jimmy the Greek, yeah. which this episode is named after. Yes. And he was a, an old timey sports commentator. Uh, gambling man and uh, was eventually fired for saying not so nice things about black athletes you know I I, 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 was, yes. I could jump all over Henry <laughs> for like the sports documentary stuff but I, I disappeared those ESPN documentaries are great I love condensed drama of sports I hate watching a game I can't stand <laughs> the it. narrative of sports is the most interesting and, part yeah, yeah. and there, there's villains there's heroes it's awesome I, I cannot stand watching any kind of sport but uh, I, this fed into I just and Netflix automatically loaded it, a documentary on Jimmy the Greek oh right uh, and he was just this long-standing figure and the documentary is crazy because it's all about his history as this this television personality and they clearly can't afford any of the footage yeah so lots of his commercials because he was all over commercials as well yeah uh, and he picked locks of the week and he just said some fairly unfi- very unfortunate things I've, i always wanted to play a clip of the um of what he said <laughs> yeah. but it's it, it's offensive but it's not untrue it's not mm-hmm. a. It's not a slur. It, it, well, he, he wasn't saying something out of anger or mean. He, no, he, it was like an old grandpa point of view. A little bit, yeah. And, yeah. And like, and I don't know how. I don't know how factually based it is. It, just, just saying why black athletes are better than. It's white one of athletes. those things where it's like the person thinks it's a flattering stereotype, but you yeah. should also not sum up all of one, per, yes, one group in, yeah. with a single descriptor. Go. Like, yeah. uh, not though, if you're a public a, tel- a public person on a television, yeah, though, <laughs> or a person I, on public television. Phil Hartman's <laughs> underrated as Smooth Jimmy Apollo. Yes. That's why I like this episode. I hereby declare Miami to be Smooth Jimmy's luck of the week. Ooh, that's a big luck, all right. And I just don't trust that guy. <laughs> in the Cincinnati-Miami game, I declare Cincinnati to be my shoe-in of the week. Hmm, they both make a good case. <laughs> <laughs> and Homer uh, picks it based on That's how I would have done it as a kid. I, I just remember in early, early in Simpsons Nerd and Before the Internet, it was an official Simpsons book, and they listed Phil Hartman's voices, and I'm like, you forgot Smooth Jimmy Apollo, mm. and Chris didn't! I'm better than the book! <laughs> did they, did they have Homer's, uh, Homer's bookie in there as well? Dude, that, well, we're, they don't have half of them, because wow, okay. the next episode, he's just on the radio. Well, no, and, it's his broker, and, not his oh, bookie. Oh, his broker, right. Yeah, his bookie is Mo. That's right, yeah. I think this is like the start of Mo does every sleazy thing. Yeah. Everything that's sub-fat Tony Mafia level. Yeah. There are various organizations operating out of Mo's Tavern. <laughs> and I noticed that Homer bet on the Denver Broncos, which he would end up owning oh. 
eventually oh, given yes. to him by Hank Scorpio. <laughs> that shows you just how ridiculous the series how even gets. How long and, it's been on. Uh, oh, but I did like the setup of the relationship with Lisa and Homer here. All right, Denver. Justify my love. At the end of 13 seconds of play, it's New England 7, Denver nothing. Don't! Uh. <laughs> Dad, I made a modest studio apartment for my Malibu Stacy doll. This is a kitchen. This is where she prints her weekly feminist newsletter. Dad, you're not listening to me. Lousy, stupid Denver. <laughs> and now I live, I've lived in a modest studio apartment for a while, so I never thought that when I was watching the show that I would live in such a modest studio apartment. Is, is this the debut of Malibu Stacy? I think it oh, is. You know, I think you're because right. Because she's all over the next few episodes, yeah. and I feel like they yeah. just stumbled up. I mean, it's not a, it's not the most clever parody. It's a parody of Malibu Barbie, uh-huh. but it's like it's just the Simpsons version of Barbie, which would become a great episode yeah. later. And for yeah, for series. a plot. Yeah, it's a season five one. For plot purposes, he, she needs a spe- a certain thing for Homer to buy her accessories right, for. Right. So they have to get specific about it. And I really like Marge, Marge's advice for hanging out with Homer, but it, it does leave me with a question I don't want the answer to. <laughs> well, if you want to get closer to him, then maybe you should bridge the gap. I do it all the time. I pretend I'm interested in looking at power tools, going to those silly car chase movies, and... Some things I'll tell you about when you're older. Do you understand? <laughs> I think so. But what? So oh, fingers and butt. I know. That's I was going to say about. butt stuff. I guess butt stuff. Though I feel like in the more innocent early '90s, she could have just meant blowjobs. Yeah. Because we uh, <laughs> how far if, we've come. If you listen, <laughs> what a kink! <laughs> if you listen to our classic podcast of the uh, filthy Christmas songs, ninety yeah. percent of them were like, "Let's talk about the most yep. dirtiest, <laughs> how ribald it is." Possible. Uh, nothing's more hardcore. Yeah. yeah. Then, then turns out, whoops, though. half the world sucks dick. Relax. Yeah. Or, oral <laughs> Over is half the just world. the beginning of <laughs> yeah. America. And I think we have Bill Clinton to thank. We're learning a lot about the Simpsons kinks because in the Swearder episode, we learned that Marge likes dirty talk in bed. Yeah, I let's say that. Okay, but this this Pete Rose parody is one of my all time favorite moments in Simpsons. I didn't realize this. Me neither. You want some of this, don't you? Yeah. Mm. Well, you need to know the winners, and I know the winners. So call me now. Whoa! (laughs) Five dollars for the first minute. Two dollars for each additional minute. You have reached (laughs) the coaches. Hot line. Line. <laughs> yeah, lay down me, coach. Straight. In the game it. of my M.A. Mm-hmm. versus Sin. Cincinnati. Sin. Cincinnati. <laughs> Not. Cincinnati. Day. Come on, come on. Don't you realize is it costing me money? We must consider many things. The wind. <laughs> Not the wind. Is blowing out of the west oh. at five miles per hour. Not. Yes. <laughs> oh, I love I love that. that. Uh, I love that. Uh, would, would, a, would a modern episode sit with that joke for an entire minute just to let uh, that joke breathe? Uh, it seems a little more Family Guy now that I think about it. Uh, really? It, well, it, they'll let a joke breathe for as long as they have. But to. I think the joke there is that there wouldn't be anything funny happening. Well, it's, it's that fa- I only attribute it to Family Guy where the jokes are they still doing this? Mm. Isn't funny anymore? Oh, it's come around and it's funny again. And then yeah, they keep going. I, I call that a Pete Rose parody because that was a, even though it's a football episode, mm-hmm. the guy who's telling you to gamble is a, in a baseball uniform in the locker rooms. And this was right around when Pete Rose had been thrown mm-hmm. out of baseball for gambling on games. And Did he bet against his own team or something? That was that was the thing that put it over okay. the line for him. But you can't bet on games either way. But right. you can't bet betting on your own team. I'm betting against laser time. <laughs> <laughs> but what are the odds. And so this was just a parody of like, um, assuming he never did 
did it. He always distanced himself from that. But this is it imagines a world where Pete Rose was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to just bet on I'll be the gambling guy. I'll be I'll sell myself on that. But he was never allowed in the Hall of Fame because of that, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I he thought so. Might never be. <laughs> I hope uh, they're like listen, the sports fans squirming as they listen. Like <laughs> Bob wasn't sure of that. No, but so <laughs> the I, I also did like the quick. It's not even a B story. It's more just like a side thing of Bart going clothes shopping with Marge and it definitely I was nine at the time and that was exactly my feeling on clothes shopping like this is the worst I don't want to try on anything please I don't take me here I still feel like that yeah, like, I don't, there's I, a shirt there's some pants get out I no, do not try on clothes yeah. I come home put them on well that didn't fit it's going back to the uh-huh. store yeah. Yeah, the idea of trying something on is like, oh, oh my god, <laughs> this cannot happen. I will not go into a dressing room unless it's for illicit sex. And, mm-hmm. I, and I love this line from Marge. Ooh, and this one's fifty percent off. You know why these clothes are on sale, Mom? Because the people who wear them get beaten up. Well, anyone who beats you up for wearing a shirt isn't your friend. <laughs> yeah, I felt that Such way. A with cute my... Marge joke. Yeah, I felt that way with my parents though. Like, you know, they're not my friends. That's why they're beating me up. That's Thank God, women are getting me. bullied now in school, so they know Fine. exactly what that means. <laughs> Finally, they can get bullied. <laughs> yes, but uh, so yeah, then I guess Lisa Lisa helps Homer gamble, and that's when, uh, without realizing it, and that's when Homer explains why gambling is so great. Uh, you see, Lisa, Daddy's friend Mo promised to give him fifty dollars if the Dolphins won the game. You mean you made a bet? Well, I wouldn't call it a bet. It's a little thing daddies do to make football more exciting. What could be more exciting than the savage ballet that is pro football? Well, you know, you like ice cream, don't you? Uh-huh. And don't you like ice cream better when it's covered with hot fudge and mounds of whipped cream and chopped nuts <laughs> and all those crumbled up cookie things they mash up? Mmm, crumbled up cookie things. So gambling makes a good thing even better. That's right! <laughs> My God, it's like there's some kind of bond between us. <laughs> this this episode I found a little bit dated in its morality in that gambling is viewed as this like horrible sin but mm-hmm. I feel like in our modern age what is every free to play game if not implicitly yeah. a mini casino in your yeah. pocket and every child plays them you know I, yeah. I feel like the the treatment of gambling in this episode is a, feels a little dated in and, terms and, of its morality I mean it was also moving to California and that like there's gambling on all sides of me yeah like mm-hmm. where I, we are in San Francisco I mean there's na- there are indigenous peoples casinos mm-hmm. everywhere yeah like, Tahoe it's everywhere you turn on the California border yeah and uh, I'm going to Vegas next weekend just uh, just to gamble some more mm-hmm. and uh, oh but uh, sorry I had one other note about the Bart thing I wanted to mention now it seems really creepy that they would have cameras in a children's yeah, dressing yeah. room. Like, that seems very wrong now. Yeah, I think that adds a new a new layer of subtext to the joke. But I don't know if they intended that from the beginning. Like, they're watching a little girl get dressed. It's like a level of security that is not necessary yeah. at all. That feels bent panopticon. <laughs> it feel, feels more real now, how people are uh, being stared at all the time by stuff. But, Maybe, uh, but I, I swear to God... I, Show me a, show me footage from inside a woman's dressing room. Mm-hmm. Do nothing for me. <laughs> Thank you, Internet. And, and now cops will shoot you inside of a store. So uh, welcome <laughs> oh, to the future. Jeez. Uh, but Homer is now winning big time thanks to Lisa. Here you go, Homer. $135. I used to hate the smell of your sweaty feet. Now it's the smell of victory. Oh, shut up. 
just I like I like that he just rejects his cleverness. He's like, no, I'm, I yeah. this isn't funny. I wish he had his cowboy boots on all the time. I really like those cowboy boots. That's it true. We nice... never we never see those again. They're such a great prop for Mo. And then he has two guns in it, like two like <laughs> two Saturday night specials in his boots. I don't think we ever really see Mo's feet. I don't know if he's always wearing the boots. I mean, yeah. he's always behind a bar. Yeah. Yes. He must have had his shoes off in bed. Like, yeah. oh, when he has the, I don't love the Funzo episode, but mm-hmm. when he is trying to kill himself with no funeral, that's a great joke. Back, his feet are definitely in the shot. There. So he's like not his, Johnny Eck. We've established this. <laughs> <laughs> joke has Dana Gould written all over it. Uh, I never got into football though. Even with like, I could gamble on it now if I wanted to. No, I think it's, it's just, I'm uh, I, being able to confront how ADHD I am. Mm-hmm. There are too many fucking breaks in football and the ball was almost thrown back to the Budweiser commercial break we'll be, yes. like I, how did you plan this I, did you, <laughs> that's one of the reasons I found sports unbearable on yeah. television as a kid like you see no sports yeah. it's mostly ads it's yeah, like, the, yeah. I, I played a lot of soccer and I like watching soccer and like America hates soccer I'm like no ESPN and advertisers hate <laughs> soccer because you can't interrupt it every four seconds yeah. Exactly. Yeah. ever yeah. it was a shock to me of like wait it's just 45 minutes straight yeah. you can't because they refuse I, I kind of I do love that that that's they refuse to, to change the rules mm-hmm to fit around a, a commercials. And like, the, the sports that dominate American airwaves have made those concessions. Yes. <laughs> Corporations always win. That's the point. <laughs> oh, no, there's tons of like awful, disgusting ads behind the soccer players on the field. Don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah. FIFA's yeah. awful. And I'm sure there were tons of like sports jokes in here that I just kind of missed about just like, yeah, the Denver does this. and it, it... That would have been a great time to say now a word from our sponsor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now a word from our sponsor. The Simpsons will be right back. You like Laser Time shows? Then you might like Bonus Time, Laser Time's weekly bonus show exclusively on Patreon.com slash Laser Time. Here's a taste of what you've been missing. But my dad, he's the oldest in the family, so he's been taking care of all this stuff. Uh, so he's been taking care of his parents, and once one of them dies, he has the uh, misfortune of going through the fucking old Rolodex of all the old WAPs. And giving them a call and telling them that, you know, one of your relatives you haven't spoken to in 30 years is gone. You wouldn't believe this. I called Aunt Mary. Like, I've never met Aunt Mary. It's one of your grandmother's sisters. She has, like, eight. And I called her, and she's like, oh, Jimmy, you remembered my birthday. I'm like, oh, no. (laughs) He's like, so I played along for as long as I could. Yeah, but, (laughs) but happy birthday. But seriously, your sister's dead. And we, we, but we, like, I feel terrible about that. What am I supposed to do? Not tell her? No. Like, I tell you what you do, because she really was excited you remembered her birthday. You owe her a call next year on her birthday. Mm -hmm. And you tell her, because I bummed you out last year. If you can make it to her next birthday. I brought your sister back. (laughs) Get bonus time, Laser Time's weekly, full-length, uncensored, and ad-free Patreon-exclusive podcast. As well as weekly full-length movie commentaries, wrestling and cartoon video commentaries, physical rewards, the first season of Talking Simpson, and more at patreon.com slash laser time, starting at just five bucks. You'll help us live, and we'll do our best to help you never be bored again. All right, so this wasn't a first appearance, even though the Wikipedia says it is. 
that this was the first time not in a Halloween episode they go to the Gilded Truffle. Ah, and it okay. is the first time they do it. I don't care. It'll be referenced it. in the next few episodes. All right, uh, but here's the Gilded Truffle and uh, a reference to Lisa's favorite song, which I don't think has ever been referenced again. Uh, would you care to select the wine? I'll do the honors. No, 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 no. My God, what passes for a wine list these days? Marco, just bring us your freshest bottle of wine. Chop chop. <laughs> <laughs> Charming lad. Oh, violin guy. violin guy. What's your favorite song, Lisa? The Broken Neck Blues. Play on. <laughs> I do enjoy the Simpsons enjoying each other as yeah. a family. I mean, we should say Homer in, and now has a lot of money because yeah. of all the gambling he's doing, and he's treating his family to the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it is. I love seeing them laugh together at bad jokes, like Homer do a dad joke, and they're mm-hmm. like, "Ha ha, you're funny, yeah. Dad." Instead Enjoy of, Ken Burns documentary music, <laughs> and instead of rolling their eyes at each other, that's what I like. That it's it's I like when they have fun together, mm-hmm. and I'm betting though. You sound like Jim Henson. <laughs> I like it when they have fun. <laughs> when they have fun. But I'm betting though, Chris, this was your favorite part of the show as a kid. Boy, I know you're gonna like your present. Shut up! Shut up! <laughs> Kiss my butt! Shut up! <laughs> Go to hell! Go to hell! Dad. I promise you, I will never get tired of this. <laughs> Homer swung by Spencer's gifts on the way home. Uh, <laughs> I was never allowed, yeah, to get stuff from Spencer's gifts, and I love the, the ones that someone had brought to school. I was like, "Kiss my ass," kiss, like just slightly dirty words. Mm. Go to hell! But that was awesome seeing that on The Simpsons. Whenever I would see those at stores, I I would love pressing them at the mm-hmm. store. Yeah. But I they're making a point there of like you would get you'd spend eight dollars on that, and <laughs> yes. you'd now you'd be done in three hours. I only get it now because like my girlfriend has a uh, a family friend who sent just that's what he shops and gets us mm-hmm. he gets this little thing so fart noise maker like dude i can make my own fart noises and it embarrasses me <laughs> <laughs> yeah i had an uncle that got me a cd of farts mm-hmm. i'm like okay what do i do with this now i'm gonna sit down and listen to 20 minutes <laughs> of farts family come around the fire <laughs> yeah, yeah really. nice drink like we all had a nice laugh at this <laughs> gift but uh, now i gotta put it to use after 45 <laughs> seconds of fart noises i'm i'm done i'm tapping out <laughs> you know that's when the height of everything is great and also that's when he gives her the Meryl Streep's versatility, which I thought was a nice little joke. So, I like it. Yeah. But then. Marsh smells like Meryl Streep, Homer says. Homer has to, like, say, oh, nothing will go wrong. And then, obviously, everything immediately goes wrong. You know, Dad, we've been watching a lot of TV lately. Maybe the Sunday after the Super Bowl, we could hike up to the top of Mount Springfield. The fires in the tire yards really make for some beautiful sunsets. Well, that sounds great, honey. But next Sunday, I'm going bowling with Barney. What about Daddy Daughter Day? Don't worry. The new football season is only seven months away. So that's it. You just wanted me to help you gamble. You never wanted to be with me at all. (laughs) You're a very selfish man. Go to hell. Go to hell. <laughs> hey, once again, great present, Dad. <laughs> That's a great act break. It's so great. And, I mean, that is... It, it is I got this, a Hank Azera cursing machine. <laughs> Go to hell. But it is... That is such a harsh thing for Marge to say, but <laughs> yeah. it's deserved because 
he should realize how much that's going to hurt her feelings mm-hmm. that like mm-hmm. that he that she thinks it's daddy daughter day and he's like no no this is just about gambling i'm going to hang up with my friends now like you're so 13 you're, weeks a year your there's job no, is done there's no better thing to call him than that uh we did miss one important moment it is oh. the, de- the debut of actual ralph wiggum oh when he's yes. telling his story yeah. about having what worms can tame her yeah it's not the suave ralph wiggum <laughs> that we saw before it is like uh derpy uh goofy ralph wiggum yeah what's you know? the most i ever throw up was yeah. the story like men now. <laughs> yeah, which uh, they need to key up this one because not too... Oh, wait, no, that's season four is the Valentine's Day episode, right, isn't it? Right, yeah. yeah. So we still got another year before that. But, but this is the first true Ralph. He's no, he's he's in, he's in he's what he is now. Mm-hmm. And I did like Hoover's reaction to Lisa talking only in sports betting terms of just like the, the fit field goal to cover the spread. It was weird how God. that scene ended with her just saying, dear God, like yeah. the, what happened to Lisa after that? <laughs> I know, they. I, I mean, this was right after in Mary, I Married Marge, they ended a joke with, dear God. Yeah. Like, I think that's Good just... Lord. <laughs> that's a punctuation they like on a joke. Oh, and I really did love Lisa's vision of her future self. <laughs> My third husband bought me this. Give me some chips for it. Are you sure, man? Don't tell me what to do, Sonny. I've been gambling since I was eight, and I've been hocking jewelry since I was 12. Now give me some chips. <laughs> Further proof that Yardley Smith cannot sound convincingly old, no matter how hard yeah. she tries. I know, but it was at least nice for her to yeah, get yeah. to Yardley gets to act outside of her range. This guess, really like. makes me want to see a bad timeline Simpsons episode with uh, <laughs> gambling hag Lisa and stripper Bart living in like a box More together. Me to love, baby. yeah. That she is gambling at the same like club where Bart's stripping. Yeah, that be. Room. Tell oh. me you saw the Overwatch parody with Six Gun Bart. Wonderful, no, no, wonderful. No. Yes. Oh, Bang Bang uh, Bart. Bang, yeah, bang, bang. Okay, that's my that's my next spec script. I'm sending 20 century uh, fox and then i think homer really crosses the line of like okay he could be insensitive to lisa then and be just stupid homer who doesn't know but him trying to trick her into telling him the winner like that's really bad yes i agree i'll tell you who's gonna win the super bowl if you want me to but it'll just validate my theory that you cared more about winning money than you did about me Okay. I think Washington is a mortal lock. Washington! Woohoo! However. However? What however? What do you mean, however? However what? However. I may also be so clouded with rage that subconsciously I want you to lose. In which case, I bet the farm on Buffalo. Lisa, do me a favor. Complete this sentence. Daddy should bet all his money on... I don't know. No. If I still love you, Washington. If I don't, Buffalo. Mm. What stakes, man? Yeah, I thought Not if you know Buffalo. Yeah, well, in '91, it seemed like they they were on their way to a dynasty. But and then Homer leaves Lisa to go watch the game at Moe's Bar. There's yeah. so much cruelty in everything he's Just doing. Abandons her, but yeah. we're supposed to feel bad for him. Like, oh, her saxophone makes me sad. Yeah. I should go. But that was again that episode aired days before the Super Bowl, and she guessed right now. Yeah, it's a fifty-fifty chance, really, or it's just one team or the other. They don't. I mean, they say a score in this, and the score is not right, but it wasn't what the actual score was. But I think, you know, it's it's impressive that she got it right every year. Yeah, I think this made me watch the Super Bowl. It was yeah. very confusing. Yeah, well, this uh, this is when the episode really 
takes off for me once the Super Bowl starts because then they can get in every joke they have about what they hate about the yeah. Super Bowl and it's a television <laughs> viewing experience. The show that goes on all day that it's constant, like the pre-show is six or seven hours long. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, oh, though I also have this clip here that I call the meanest thing you can do to Barney. Yes. Sorry, homie. You can't take any more of my money. I'm out of the bookie business. But Mo, you've been taking bets all... <laughs> hey, Barney, how about a free beer? Wow! Don't worry, Mo. I'm not betting. What? Give me that. Oh. I love Barney's wow. I also like when he goes, bread! 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 <laughs> yeah, every reaction to th- everything in the bar with Barney is great in this one scene. Barney! Revisiting it, yeah, Barney always has a standout moment for me every time. Ow! Ow! <laughs> and he's even better in, in Homer Alone next week. I'd yeah. Say, oh, great, but, yeah. But yeah, so they just, this is when the episode really takes off. I love all the jokes about uh, Super Bowl. In fact, there's a clip in here that we already used on a podcast this year because on 302010 we talked about the 1986 Super Bowl where Mm. the uh, Bears won and I feel that this is specifically about that because first off it had the premiere of an unsuccessful sitcom starring Adam West right afterwards (laughs) and so what do we have on this? Or Phil Hartman We've got ourselves a special guest actor Troy McClure whose new sitcom is premiering tonight coincidentally enough right after the game (laughs) Thanks Brett my new show is called Handle with Care. I play Jack Handle, a retired cop who shares an apartment with a retired criminal. We're the original odd couple. <laughs> what made you want to do a situation comedy? Well, I fell in love with the script, Brett. And my recent trouble with the IRS sealed the deal. <laughs> great, great, Troy. I like the tiny bit of desperation in Sealed the Deal in yeah, that read. Sealed the deal. Yeah. Yeah. Now I mainly appreciate that pappy, awful response. I, fe- I love the script. Mm. So everything you've done that sucked, you never read the script? <laughs> yeah. And like, it, it is something people used to say in like these cornball interviews. And that is a re- very real reference mm-hmm. to Al- uh, Red Fox did his 80s sitcom because mm-hmm. he had no money and he was constantly getting <laughs> the tax stuff with the IRS. Like he owed oh, tons no, no. of back taxes and had to do a terrible sitcom with um, uh, Sinbad. It was Sinbad's television debut. Oh, wow. And also, in the 1986 uh, Super Bowl we talked about in 302010, it had the awful, corny halftime show that is pretty much this (laughs) halftime show. People of Earth, we've come 10 billion light years to bring you this halftime message of peace. One, two, three o'clock, four o'clock, rock! Five, six, seven o'clock, eight o'clock, rock! Nine, ten, eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock, rock! We're gonna rock around the world tonight! Oh, this sucks. Snipers, where are you? I love that joke. I also like the on the nose. Here's the never tedious halftime show. The never tedious halftime show. Yeah, and that that is a, a distinction we should, should probably draw. Like Kids Michael today, you know, uh, Michael, Michael Jackson changed that. I think he did. Yeah, I think he was the first one of like, yeah, we hired one person and they are going to do a yeah. fifteen minute concert now. Yeah, and it's grown and grown to now. It's like. Oh, we hired Coldplay. Like this year, I believe it was Coldplay, and, and then it was, and then Beyonce came mm-hmm. in, and then other people came in. Mm-hmm. But there was also the, um, I remember the Black Eyed Peas one, mm-hmm. and they're amazing. The Chili Peppers and Britney Spears. Everybody and... was talking about the Prince one when he mm-hmm. died. It was amazing that he is singing "Purple Rain" in a torrential downpour, <laughs> and he's like wearing these boots that any of us would slip and fall in without rain, and he's just <laughs> walking by. It's it's amazing. He was and, a magical doe-like creature, mm-hmm. but. 
but I think they made those in response to people talking about like this is a corny yeah. medley of of stupid costumes. I don't remember a lot of Super Bowl halftime shows from this era, but my, uh, one of my favorite, uh, well, not Latin, middle day Simpsons joke is when Miss Pac Man and Pac Man get married during oh, yeah. halftime because that was good. That's the kind of crap that would happen during halftime. Yeah, yeah I would, I would like that. But, but uh, yeah, just this year, I think Michael Jackson would play the Super Bowl halftime show, and ever since I, then, it's been a, it's been a high profile musical guest playing for free yeah the super bowl considers itself a charity and Those this is a way to give yourself efforts. exposure and then uh well you don't want the kind of exposure janet jackson is gonna you. do to you. uh I'm tugging well, my collar let me present to you my line of the show that's the joke and this is uh, from a thing i really miss the duff bowl it's a touchdown for halfback dan beardorf they wanted it more. Hi, Homer, didn't you say if Duff Dry wins, your daughter loves you? Not Duff Dry Washington. Okay, okay, they're both great teams. Uh, I like to believe Mo thinks this is real, just like he thinks Tipsy McSwagger is real. Uh, yeah. Tipsy yeah. McStagger. Yeah. Yeah, just, all of the but that has always been my favorite part of the, those Super Bowls. The Bud Bowl was awesome. Me too. They and were I, little <laughs> cartoons that I think that's why they don't exist anymore. They were cartoons advertising alcohol. Like they were I was just going to say kids. that, like the fact that I enjoyed it as a kid is why it's no longer around. But yeah. really well done stop motion animation. To be to be completely honest, kids in school would wear shirts of the Bud Bowl, not the Super Bowl. Mm. The Bud yeah. Bowl. The Bud Bowl was so funny. It was usually it wasn't. It wasn't dry that got in. It was usually Bud versus Bud Light. <laughs> and I always, I always oh, was dry for Bud, fed, yeah. man. I wanted to get them. And I remember as a kid, we went to the, like the Anheuser-Busch Brewing, uh, one of their distilleries. And in the gift shop, you could buy a Bud Bowl helmet for your beer bottle. So then I got a beer bottle and put it on there. And it was <laughs> it was like on my dresser for years. It's for kids. Just my butt. Yeah, exactly. It's, uh, it's screwed up. So yeah, the... The game is one. Oh yeah! So, Wait, we have we have two rare oh, yeah. moments I did okay. want to cover. We have a rare line of dialogue from Sam the Barfly. That's what right. a gambler! Yeah. What a gambler! And we have a rare appearance, and probably the last appearance of Cesar and Ugalon. Yeah, yeah, that was great. It, and as a kid, I didn't get that the joke was French people like Jerry Lewis. The second Jerry Lewis wrong. joke in yeah. this season. Yes, twenty million Frenchmen can't be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and and also there is a Frank appearance in this episode, so you could say the se- second Jerry Lewis. I'm surprised. <laughs> The machine didn't fall on him, and I was mad that it didn't because I remember I was like, "When is it going to fall on him?" But he just kicks it and kicks it, and then yeah, the channel that's changes. more of a season four escalation of that yeah. same joke of the frustration with it. But like all classic Simpsons of this time, it ends with like twenty seconds of touching. If Washington scores here, happy fans will be looting and turning over cars in our nation's capital tonight. <laughs> Here's a handoff. Please, please, please. Touchdown! <laughs> this one, it is done. The Washington Redskins win right. Super Bowl twenty-six. I guess you love Dad. I suspected as much. Yes, she loves me. She loves me. What are you so happy about, Homer? You didn't win any money. Money comes and money goes, but what I have with my daughter can go on for eight more years. <laughs> that's my line of the show. Uh, oh, so that's, uh, that's Homer knows by age sixteen, uh, Lisa will ha- will hate yeah. him. <laughs> I I love. I think that was them just pinching the joke a little of like it needs. Let's just have him say like I'll have my daughter for life. Like that's too lame. He should he should know when she turns sixteen, she will not. They won't agree with each other, and he won't. They won't love each other as much anymore. But I do wonder like how. M- 
Do you think Homer did anything after that second Sunday? Like, after the hike to the mountain, do you think the next Sunday they did stuff together? I, I really don't think so. <laughs> he sent her to go live with Patty and Selma. I know this for a while. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so clearly he skipped the Daddy Daughter Day there. But, I mean, it's a sitcom. They they yeah. got to rate stuff. So hit reset. The real outcome there was not, in reality, was less exciting than the uh, made-up Simpsons Super Bowl. The final play, or what sealed the deal, was the Bills were attempting an onside kick to try to buy them an extra play mm-hmm. an onside kick is another way of punting and if you can grab the ball before the other team does and you can get another play you kick the ball in the air and try what? no you can't it's an onside kick you kick it slightly to the side so it's not a punt which puts them farther back but you could maybe get it it's a it's a last ditch attempt but it didn't work the bill uh the uh, the washington team got the ball and then just ran out the clock the redskin just got intended well, to be uh, named. <laughs> and then they won it 34 27 that wow. was the, that was the final score of that super bowl but uh you can see they had to record new stuff with with Nan and Yardley every time they say the teams about eight times really? in the episodes yeah and they did it each year like it makes me sad. It, it stopped being a tradition. That, yeah, I, I, I feel like I didn't know that. I would have tried to look for the audio, but like, where would it exist? No, I look for it too. You'd only like, I'd need to pull up my, yeah. I, well, I don't think I'd even have it on VHS because I, I wouldn't have hmm. taped, I wouldn't have taped more exactly. episodes. And I don't it. think it's on the DVD because no. I poured over these. They're probably lost sets. time. Or, yeah. You know, yeah some collectors. It's just my memory. Nobody, if you've got it, put it on YouTube. I yeah, couldn't find amazing. it on YouTube either, but like, uh, yeah, I think this was a really sweet episode that I was a little bit lost on me just as not a big football fan and i yeah. even felt the football stuff was a little i'm also not a gambling fan either i like gambling more than football but i did love the sweet stuff with uh with homer and lisa they're always a great pairing yeah I, every one of those i great. love homer and lisa episodes and even yeah. though this is about two subjects i don't care about i think their story is what's important and really the show i mean as for as many football jokes as they make we never really see football yes. it's all about how crappy sports entertainment was <laughs> at this time which you i do remember like Vince mcmahon what are you sports oh, entertainment? sports entertainment <laughs> football's, well, football's not real no he <laughs> mean yeah it, it's mm-hmm. lame that vince mcmahon calls wrestling sports yeah. entertainment so and, stupid i mean we're all we're all terrible nerds doing simpsons podcast but i, I swear <laughs> to god no one is nerdier than sports fans yeah it's weird. they are the biggest nerds it's on weird. the planet mm-hmm. so i don't feel so bad mm-hmm. i mean was there anything else we forgot in this episode i mm. i did oh i forgot to mention i did love when they came back and that bart is just being shook in the car and they're like you gotta come out sometime <laughs> yeah that was like a, a one minute long b story that just yeah. filled up the, the exact right amount of time they realize like we need a little more time yeah. here can marge just take him to the, the to the clothes store it was a very it was a very nice little you know a bit of extra content i guess mm. so yeah that was talking Simpsons. everybody thanks for listening right. i have been your host bob mack you can find me on twitter as bob servo i also write for usgamer.net and somethingawful.com and you should listen to my other podcast retronauts it's a classic gaming podcast comes out every week and you can find that at retronauts.com or usgamer.net or follow us on twitter at retronauts everybody else who are uh, you speaking of extra content baby if you want yeah. to hear uh, season one of the talking simpsons patreon.com slash laser time uh laser time is the website we all work on uh it's literally got this show started uh thank you very much for that yeah, and thank so you. we left the first season exclusive to the people who made it happen in the first place over patreon.com slash laser time and if you're a new user on patreon i made a new post that just has links to all the 13 episodes to make it easy 
easy to find. It's in the most like ten recent things. So just scroll through the posts, you'll see Black Smithers, and that's your sign. <laughs> like that's that's Black how you Smithers know. will be there to welcome you yeah. and to our the, content. And uh, yeah, I definitely talked up thirty twenty ten a lot, but that is a great podcast if you like looking backwards at things mm-hmm. because we talk about all the major events in pop culture every week or in every week of thirty years ago, twenty years ago, and ten years ago. Mm-hmm. I would definitely after listening to this. Why, uh, listen to the episode that is about the 1986 Super Bowl, especially because we talk about the post-show thing and that the Challenger floor, exploding. I'm all about the we shuffle. Talk, we we <laughs> also talk about the Challenger exploding and the Super Bowl shuffle, and that's just in the first segment about '86. I mean, come on! It somehow ends up with GCA hot coffee. So <laughs> something for everybody in there. Awesome. So much fun! Thanks so much for listening, everybody. We'll be back next week when Marge loses her damn mind. Later. infotainment.